Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey guys, Stacey and Christy here. Hope you're very well. Before we get stuck into this week's podcast. Yes, we have some V exciting news to share with you, and that is the fact that there is an opportunity that we We'll meet you and we're very, very excited about it because we've been banging on about wanting to meet you guys for ages. Yes, we are doing a live podcast. It is called the Thinker Girls Posse Podcast, which means that everybody that listens to the show is going to be in the hot seat. You can join us in Melbourne on Saturday the 18th of November or in Sydney Saturday 25th of November. Both shows start at 8pm and you can find all of the ticket information at our Facebook page. Whoop, whoop. Get ready because you are it's that time of the week again. I actually thought maybe I was a lesbian. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. This is just a potty for us to chew the fat, bitches to bitches. Stace and I will go ham. It's very fun. <laughs> Coming up this app. Like the majority of sexual assault is perpetrated by someone that you know, um, but the kind of stuff that you see in the media is always... You know, a monster down an alleyway. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hey guys, Stace here. Hello. And Christy, we welcome. Are, we are the Thinker Girls here for another week of fun and tricks. It's very rainy today and I have been at the Apple store, so together that's just mm. you know your kind of cliche average shit day yeah it's not a great combo but I, the thing with the apple store is you can't just walk in and get something fixed on the spot like i remember last time i was there i added it up and it was over six hours by the time you go in you put your name down then you come back then they fix it and then they tell you to come back and pick it up next time mine was three and a half oh, and I, that's a pretty good stint it cost me about 300 bucks though because i was at mecca and then asop for a bit of it so <laughs> you got to fill in time Exactly. Did they say, I'll just come back in two hours? Like, who's just filling up two hours with nothing? Well, with spending money. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's so, um, so I bought this lipstick and I got my old eyeliner back, eye, eye pencil. Mm. I used Kevin Acorn or something. For Acorn. Acorn. Kevin Acorn from Mecca. It's like the Is that the eyebrow pencil? Yeah. Can you see how to find Yeah, they they're very good. Is that, oh, it's the, um, the, the, the dark purple one, it's really thick? No, it's very thin. Oh, that's the hourglass one, I think. Yeah, that's the mm. I used to use the hourglass, but the, the pencil on it is a fat one. Yeah, it's real thick. It's too fat. This one's really, really thin. But Bessie Beth, the makeup artist, our makeup artist, says that um, there's a, new, a great new benefit one that oh. we should be trying. Anyway, I couldn't be bothered going to, you know, because it's not at Mecca. It's not at Mecca, <laughs> I'm not interested. And then I, I don't know, I just, I'm obsessed with having Aesop hand wash. <laughs> Like a luxury. It's just my luxury. Yeah. I love it when I go to your house and I do a wee there. Mm. I'm all over it. Yeah. Um, we le- we should get into the podcast because I've been running so late and everyone's been waiting for me, which is pretty standard, but today it's quite epic. Quite a real, ext- it's an extreme wait today. <laughs> um, so let's get on with it. Uh, this particular chick, uh, it's funny when th- people come up 
um, in your feed. And at the moment, we've got such a brilliant, and we really do need to give a shout out to our podcast producer. Her name is Jordan Locke. Oh, she's amazing. Um, and we will record different, I think, outros very soon to kind of let everybody know who's behind the team because we couldn't do this without her. Um, so at the moment, it feels like everything is really running very smoothly back end. So when you get, see the guests that are coming up on the show, I'm like, oh, shit, I've, I want to do some research. And when I looked into what this woman had done, I was like, fuck. It's going to be pretty epic chat. Yeah, she's yep. a writer, a filmmaker. She founded Her Words. It was a video series in which women shared their stories of sexism and misogyny uh, in their own words and their own experiences. Um, the whole platform aims to create a big change and celebrate uh, women, giving everybody a safe place to express themselves and, and talk about the, the different stories that they want to. And the different stories I think I got f- from it was that um, th- that we are complex beings and mm. not one thing, as you were talking about this week at a speaking thing that we did. Mm. Um and and I I really got the sense that that was what this was about. Her name is Demini Marshall, and you can find her at Demini Marshall on Instagram or Her Words series, um, and the and Facebook it's Her Words. Demini, welcome to our show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And I will just really quickly say um, it's Dominie. <laughs> oh, Dominie. See, you know what? When I when I called you, you before, yeah. I called you Dom. Because I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And people do that all the time. And Dom's way easier. So Demini. Totally Demini. It's all, it's Demini, bit... Domini, either or. You don't sound like a meanie. Dom- <laughs> Domini. Thank Domini. you. Okay, sorry. Domini. No. <laughs> no um, need to apologize. You're doing an amazing job. And you were just telling us before we press record a new ep this week about um, social media and trolling. Like, these are really, it's really important shit that you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we think so, and um, yeah, it's really. How many are in no your going. team? Like, uh, so we've got it's all volunteer based. So everyone um, who works on the series has volunteer volunteered their time um, generously. So um, I've got a producer, Emma Roberts, who's the amazing series producer. Who um, it wouldn't it wouldn't exist without her. Um, and then we kind of have a team of. Um, amazing female and non-binary crew members who shoot the series um, and then a team of editors um, revolving around who edit and um, work on post-production as well. Very cool. It's very yeah. good. Everybody needs to go and check it out. Herwords.com.au is let's, where you can um, find it. Let's get stuck into the show. Um, uh, we'll do a quick contents and then get on to our gems. Mm-hmm. What do you girls want to talk about this week? Um, I want to talk about how everybody says to chicks that aren't this, you know, quote unquote maternal person, especially as you get older in your 20s and maybe 30s. Oh, don't worry. That'll kick in. You know, you'll get to some age. That'll all change. That'll all change at some point or you'll have kids and that'll change. And my question today is, well, I've been thinking about what a, What about if that never does? Like can you – like do you still have kids? Do you still be a mum? Can you still, you know, without that kind of drive never kicking in? Okay. What about you, Dom? I'm going with the safe option. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about, I guess, what's been flooding everyone's social media feeds, which is um, this – me too hashtag movement that's been happening um this week and a little bit about your stories and and how that's impacted you and um yeah what's been happening Hmm, okay brilliant that's it's an interesting one i never share those and i did um but i think there is a collective energy across the globe Mm. at the moment of something different i'm quite i don't know I'm all into that. There's something else there's a Mm, a movement happening that's not i don't think we're aware of what's going on beneath with this stuff, it felt different this week. Mm. Felt hurtful, but it felt there's a lot. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. everywhere. There's a yeah. lot going on. It mm. feels yeah, like, I feel like yeah, there a, is a movement. There is an energy yep. that's that's 
well, we can continue to ignore it. It's just going to get worse. Like that energy will just build to mm-hmm. be something bigger next mm-hmm. time. Um, I want to talk about the word, the wording independent togetherness that I read in a quote of somebody explaining their relationship and being thankful for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and I guess the, the, the dedication that I have to my own relationship after reading it. That's very cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, Dom being our guest, do you want to kick off, um, oh, we just, uh, gym this just week? quickly. Yeah. There yeah. is, um, a, a duck that will wrap you up. So it means that we need to go on to the next topic. Um, and it may be a little bit shorter this week because I'm running so late. So it's my fault, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, that's you can blame me. Uh, but well, if you're listening to it while you're exercising, it means that you get to do a shorter exercise session. <laughs> so you're welcome. Um, you know. So we need to listen to Philip the Duck this week. And um, and if you haven't listened to any of the other shows as well, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can download them if you're wondering. And you found us through. Um, you found us through Dom. All right, let's kick it off. Dom. I mean, me too was an interesting thing. I, I don't even really know where it started. Yeah, well, it was actually, um, it actually was a movement started 10 years ago by a woman named Tarana Burke. Um, and then it's kind of been revived, I guess, in the last couple of weeks, um, I think by a tweet by Alyssa Milano, um, who shared her sexual, uh, actually, and before I get into this, I will just say, obviously, content warning or trigger warning for any listeners um, who who need, need that warning, mm-hmm. um, so just be aware of that. Um yeah, and so she tweeted about her uh, story of a sexual assault um, in relation to all the um, stories coming out about, obviously, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein um, and encouraged others to share their stories um, using the hashtag MeToo. And it's actually, it's kind of a reason why we started Her Words, um, which really started out of um, speaking to other women, hearing their stories and having those MeToo moments and feeling like, um, you know, how, understanding how powerful and important it is to feel validated in those experiences and feel like you're actually being heard um, and listened to. Um, so, so yeah, I guess this week has been um, obviously powerful and, you know, on, on some level, I guess, I wouldn't say inspiring, but empowering to feel everyone coming together and sharing their stories. But it's also been really fucking hard, I think. Um, for all of us sharing our stories and being bombarded with these um, stories ourselves as when, well. And I think when you started to get into, when you started to create her words and, and you wanted mm. to share those stories, was there one of, was there your own story that you wanted to share first and foremost, or was it that you wanted to feel like a collective storytelling with other women? What so, was kind of the I main mean, driver originally? The, well, the catalyst. Well, so the main driver for the series is absolutely collective. So it's all about community. It's all about women coming together and backing each other and feeling like they're part of something um, and not alone. Um, But in saying that, I mean, the catalyst for the series um, really came about through um, through my own experience of sexual assault and then sharing that um, experience with other women and um, understanding that I wasn't alone. Um, Can you take us through what your story was in like briefly? Yeah, yeah. So. so basically, it was in my final year of university, um, and um, I was sexually assaulted by a friend of a friend, um, and I, it was, I mean, the things that stand out for me now, I had a boyfriend at the time, and um, we split up because of that, and I had, a, I guess I had a whole group of friends kind of turn around and say, well, it was your fault, you know, you put yourself in that position, and um, you were drinking, and um, and, you know henceforth and all these other sorts of victim blaming um, ideas 
Um, and you, you place them on yourself as well because that's what we're taught as women growing up. You know, society is still hell-bent on teaching women to avoid rape, not not men not to rape. Mm, um, so true. So And that yeah, feeds out so, in other issues. I do the same thing with equality like gender at work. Mm, I often mm. will go for every single other option it could be rather than just blatant misogyny. Especially when it is mm. so blatant because you don't want to believe that it's that. Well, also because yeah. you're taught that, that you shouldn't go to that first. Mm. How dare you? You've got to consider everything because that – would have to be the last option. Actually, in a lot of instances, it's the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I guess that was kind of the catalyst in in that happening. And I went on to do a, you know, my I guess my honours thesis looking at the representation of rape and, and victim blaming culture um, and spoke to so many women who had um, such similar stories to mine. And, you know, you don't really hear about, um, for example, with sexual assault, you don't hear about the stories um, like the majority of sexual assault is perpetrated by someone that you know, um, but the kind of stuff that you see in the media is always, you know, a monster down an alleyway. Um, I think that I think you think that's yeah. I think that's part of the problem, right? Where it's like mm. sexual assault has to look one way, and if it doesn't mm. look that way, well, you know, are you making this up, or were you a bit drunk at the time, or did you put yourself in in that well, kind I'll of never, position? I'll never forget when I was on the back end of my assault. And that's about as much as I want to share on that. But I will talk about the the story, the, the kind of feeling I felt after is that it. I questioned whether it was because it wasn't mm. um, rape and it wasn't, um, what's it called? Um, consent? No, no, no. It definitely wasn't consensual. It, um, uh, when it's actually intercourse is in, like it actually like insert like penetration. Yeah, yeah there was yeah, no. Yeah. If it doesn't involve penetration, I think yeah. a lot of the time people get quite confused as well. That it's yeah. that you know that if something's happened and made you feel weird, that it's probably not right. But then you're like, oh, but it's probably not as hardcore yeah. for me to go and talk to someone, or mm. maybe call someone, mm. or maybe go to the police, or because. I wasn't raped, you know, and that is, that certainly was the thought process with my situation. Um, and you feel incredibly alone because you don't want to share that something happened when you're not a hundred percent sure what happened. Mm. So you're feeling like, well, if I don't feel that it was rape, then I don't know what it is. Therefore, I don't know what I can say to people because now I'm putting someone else and I don't want to talk about that other person. I don't want it to be about them. But it is about them because they've done it to me. Mm. And then you go in a spiral and you f- it's like the most – it is by far 100% the most – the loneliest feeling I've ever felt in yeah. my life. Mm. Yeah. My – I've never spoken about this, but my experience in, in reading all of the, the posts in particular this week, I searched the hashtag. I think it was, I don't know, Wednesday or something of this week. And I was like, fucking hell, like some of the stories that – you that I was reading and, and of like really big celebrities or just random people yeah. or other people just contributing to the hashtag you think oh, that's just sickening like how 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 commonplace it is but my my assault um I had experienced something when I was 17 I was on schoolies and there was consent in the beginning that I had given and then halfway through had decided to change my mind. Mm. And then I I had been drinking at the time, so things are blurry. And I just remember, I, you know how you just remember certain flashes or certain pictures? Mm. I just remember crying, accidentally saying somebody else's and thinking it was somebody else and then being confused and then afterwards thinking I can't tell anybody about that because I did consent at the beginning but then changed my mind. So what, is, what do I call that? What's that mean? 
Mm. But it, you know, that is assault because you're completely entitled to change your mind and have that respected. Mm. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm. Yeah, there's and not... Yeah. I guess the most powerful thing that, I, that you know, I've found anyway is it's, like you said, Dom, it's not one way. It doesn't look one mm. picture, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Very powerful. It's full on. And I think it is, there is a sense of change and there is a sense of conversation. So we encourage you to do it. Um, there, it, I shared the Me Too on our Facebook page. So if you f- are feeling like you want to share and you do want to um, talk to other women, head to there or always um, private message us, uh, you know, as well. There's yeah. Even mm-hmm. if you just want to mm-hmm. have, a, have a word. And obviously um, with this podcast, we'll put up the different kinds of links that you can speak to professionals as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. A, it's a tricky one. Get ready cause here I come. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? What's right. your story? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. I, um, I'll go next. Yeah. I want to talk about um, a post that I read recently. I can't, I write notes in my phone about gems and then I'm like, I don't remember where I got it from. Like, it's just so quick. But I think it was like a relationship post of somebody saying an anniversary or you know some kind of a celebratory thing to you see partner. so much you soak up so much stuff now yeah you just forget where yeah. it, it could be from a million places um and I think I um I yeah I, I read it and it really resonated with me especially when I think about moving into a more committed official kind of committed uh form of a relationship with my partner Um, But I think even before going through those conversations with him and beginning to have them, uh, I've had a a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of an insight to who I was as an independent in a relationship. And the wording was, you know, thank you for our independent togetherness. And I was like, okay. Well, that's very poetic. That's something that I I can work with. You know, there aren't, and I speak about it on the podcast all the time, there aren't many things that I feel like I can often relate to uh, when it comes to conventional relationships put in front of me. I often felt like I couldn't see what I wanted even in front of me a lot of the time. And so that was something I was like, all right, that's a bit of a recipe. There's a few, you know, that's a recipe I would like to work with. Um, And I spoke to my partner about it and he was like, it's interesting because I feel like we are moving into that new place because it's early days for us. So Mm -hmm. it's obviously been all togetherness. You know, we've both had massive lives and very independent individual lives. We're both 
adults. That's already a difference with a lot of my friends because a lot of people meet younger. <laughs> yeah. So we're both adults. He's much, you know, he's, you know, eight, nine years older than me. I mm-hmm. forget that sometimes. So do I. Yeah. He looks very young. But I think he just, I just, and he's just young. not an age yeah. person because I hate it when you say he seems young because it feels like he might be immature and that no. couldn't be further from the truth. But no. I'm also quite, you know, it just evens out. And yeah. I just think we're people that don't, we're not ageists. It's not really, a, it's not about that. And so when I spoke to him, it was, like, it was interesting because I feel like we're finally starting to get this, um, I don't know, ourselves in this us world. Mm. And I remember thinking the very first time I needed, I had a bit of an argument with him and I needed to call my friend. And it was quite upsetting because I, you know, I haven't really fought much. It wasn't even really a fight. I just knew that I didn't want to continue to have the conversation with Ben, my boyfriend, and I wanted to get off the phone and talk to my friend about it. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in eight months, that had not happened. And I'm very, very, very friend. Yeah, that's my life. Like my friends yeah. are my family. So I felt like so complex because I was like, oh, this is like not a nice feeling. And then I'm like, but how nice that I'm back to myself. <laughs> but I, And then he's still going to be there when I get home and I get to have both. Fuck, it exists. <laughs> I did it. I'm like, I did it. I can't believe I did it because I felt in my past relationship that I 100% still had my friends. Don't get me wrong. I, well, I'm not a person that goes into relationships and then you don't hear from her. It's not really the case. But in myself, I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel my stronger self. I didn't feel my normal self. I just felt very, very confused a lot of the time. So when I felt that with him, I thought, this is something I can work with. Better yet, this is something I can work with long term. Mm. And was that something I, that you've been missing? You know, because obviously, no, not a relationship. All. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. At all. yeah. It just was the right, the right time. Yeah. But I think, but when I was thinking about commitment, yeah. I guess I went, well, I don't know if I could do. You know what? How does this work? You know, for when we started talking about commitment, it was very early too. So you're in a love bubble of just the two of you, really, yeah. and then you're talking about commitment. It yeah. doesn't really work because, as much as I knew that he was my guy, I was like, the way we live right now, that's I can't figure out how that goes on forever, and does it? And maybe it could. Do I want that? So then, when I started to feel a little bit more myself in what we had, I then went, oh, okay independent togetherness is what I would aspire to as of my form of commitment. And I then started to get an idea of what commitment meant for me Mm. and for us. And then I started to go, all right, that doesn't look so, um, I guess, what's the word, uh, unrelatable to me. That's so, that's the fucking, that's the dream, isn't it? Like to find, to have the both, like to be able to have, you know, that togetherness and that trust and that love, but then, yeah, but then also not to lose yourself. Because in a way, I reckon my finding my sense of independence through being in a relationship, basically my whole adult life that's um, now ended, mm. I found that the more independent and the better that I felt and the stronger that I felt in myself, the further I was away from him. So in a way, wow. I think I actually avoided that sense of self and independence for quite some time because... Yeah, it was so bittersweet because you're so happy and feel so empowered to find it. But then you're also like, well, what does that mean? And it might spell the end for us. So yeah. to be able to have, yeah, to be able to have both is stunning. Mm. And I think as well, like, it's that's what's sustainable. It's not sustainable the other way around. If, you know, if you're not yourself, then you can't carry on like that. 
Yeah, it's true. It's really true. I'm really sorry, everyone. We're going to have to cut this oh, here. Boo. I know. <laughs> I know. Whoa, pro- whoa. Producers, like, got eyeing me. Yeah, off. they're doing, like, um, hand signals through the glass, don't Oh, no. <laughs> I know it's oh, short and sweet. I mean, shocking. we get longer than a radio show. Let's it's just true. Say that yeah, much. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dom, if you break. if we had you on the radio show, it would have been like pow, pow, you're out. So this is fa- yeah. this is you know quite fulfilling. But we will okay, put up her nice. words um, on the site, and we will get you back on. I think that's what we'll yeah, do. I think. Nice. <laughs> I wonder how we can actually think about doing something as a bit of a community conversation around this. TBC on that, Dom. We might yeah. contact you and maybe do a bit of a brainstorm. Mm-hmm. That'd just be very to do cool. Something a little bit bigger because I like the idea of sharing stories i don't know some kind of kumbaya situation (laughs) (laughs) she's all about it she's all about it um herwords.com.au is where you can find all the info that we've been speaking about with dom and if you do want to listen to any of the other shows that we have ricky lee opened up about um what her latest track is behind and we had a big addiction um conversation Mm -hmm. uh all of us brought our own and then we've got other bits and pieces where we talk about blowjobs and work yeah there's a real (laughs) whatever tickles your fancy Um, all different colors but thank you so much for your time and um and for what you do more importantly thank you so much girls thanks dom it's been a real treat we'll uh speak to you soon awesome thank you and everyone we'll see you next week bye guys Bye. Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah. Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au. Next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Well, I've been doing that thing lately where I look at other people's babies and go, oh, oh, and their little bald heads. You can't. You have a thousand. How can you still be thinking that? My God. No, I think it's because my my youngest turned two on Monday. So I just went, okay, he's officially like a little man now. So I don't have a baby anymore. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. 